The following is a production of cprundown.com. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this podcast are those of the individual and not of any affiliated companies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast covering the Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, the amusement industry, and the business of fun. Here are your hosts, Karsten Anderson, Evan Schultz, and Kyle Hu. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast where we cover Cedar Fair, Cedar Point, and everything to do with fun. And we're back this week with a regular episode. Uh, if you did not listen to our last episode where we interviewed Adam Sandy of Zamperla, stop right now, turn this one off, and go <laughs> listen to that one. Yeah. Because it was awesome. It was a blast to be able to talk to him, and he talked about some pretty cool stuff. So yes. if you're coming from that, thank you for listening. And if you haven't listened yet, that's your job before this one. So Yes, yes. No, definitely. I was going to say, uh, if anybody doesn't know, Zamperla is actually the ride manufacturer that is currently building the Wild Mouse at Cedar Point. So. Yeah, so super cool to have him on. So thanks again to Adam. That was super awesome for all of us, and mm-hmm. hopefully everybody enjoys listening to it. Yeah, it should be one back in our feed. Um, anyway, now that we're kind of out of the way with housekeeping, uh, we're just going to jump <laughs> straight into news this week because we have several stories to talk about. But first up on the list is a boardwalk update for Karsten. Uh, how many days away is opening day? <laughs> I like how you asked. Uh, no, it's going to be uh, 17 currently right now, and then it's going to be 16 tomorrow. Cool. So, so by the time you're listening to this, 16. Yeah, it'll be 16 days until right. Cedar Point so is do, open for the 2023 for? season. Or 15 for? if you go to OSU Day. Yeah. Okay, or 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely the time is ticking. You can see that they are in crazy mad scramble. What's nice is Tony and the Cedar Point team actually turned the webcam over to the boardwalk area once again. So you can see that all of that area, you can see they did a ton since the last time they had it there, which was, I think around, they moved it around like April 1st or so, something like that. So it's been a few weeks. They actually have a ton of new concrete going all the way from, it looks like, gatekeeper all the way down all the way until you get to to the windseeker area they've got all kinds of looks like a a ton of different landscapings it's not just going to be like a flat concrete it's it's gonna it's gonna be really really good to where um it's it's uh it's it's gonna show off a lot of bushes and trees and things like that, which is which is cool, because like I'm I'm glad that it's not just a, a straight up like. There's actually going to be things. some landscaping elements to it. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's going to have a lot of different elements, um, things like that. Um, little random path. Uh, I like the uh, the path um uh, on the side of Wild Mouse all the way over by Windseeker. It looks like it goes behind Wild Mouse. So and like right close. up to the actual boardwalk. Yeah, right up to the actual boardwalk, which would be really cool. Um. Really cool to see. They've also got these giant pillars. I've noticed kind of big, big, big foundational pillars um, throughout, like on the over by Windseeker. There's some over by the Giant Wheel, um, and I'm sure I'm missing some other ones. So I'm curious to see if they're going to have like a sign that possibly yeah. says something there, or if they're going to have lights that go through something like that. I don't know. I'm really excited. Um, Matterhorn looks almost like it's ready to go. Um, Scrambler's Atomic close. Scrambler. 
looks uh, looks to be still in pieces, but it's still coming coming back together. And then the Grand Pavilion, um, they're still working on that. It seems like they start from like seven in the morning, and they go until like just until the sun. Um, you you can't see the sun anymore. Um, so they're working extremely hard on that. Actually, a little funny update right now. I'm looking at the webcam live. Uh, they have the station lights on wild mouse and you can kind of see some workers walking around out there and it's about like nine o'clock 9 30 or so and i could say that uh they were testing the coaster which is interesting so i don't know if they're trying to get some last minute tests in where people aren't like around the coaster and they're trying to dial it in or, or something but yeah so i'm i'm super excited like i'm stoked Summer's just about here. We got rid of the stinking snow that we had last weekend, and it's gonna be 80 degrees like within the next few days. So I'm I'm excited. You guys, are you guys as pumped as as I am? It was the snow wasn't last weekend. It was two days ago. The day before that, it was 80, <laughs> and tomorrow it's gonna be 80. Everything kind of blends together. Just I'm sorry, it's not like that 80 out degrees in in tropical weather like <laughs> Kyle has all the time. Yeah, you know, well, we had it on Saturday. I'm still <laughs> excited though. Uh, coaster stock. I'm pumped for that. Um, yeah. I know that we're kind of in the works of planning another uh, summer trip, the three of us plus some guests somewhere. So yeah. I'm I'm super pumped for that. But yeah, this is the fun part of the year where I've been going to my Florida parks all winter, and now I get to branch out and other places are opening. Um, I'm toying with the idea of going to um, over Georgia here pretty soon Ooh. too. Ooh, yeah, that's Do about it. it's about a six hour drive for me, so not not terrible, but yeah. I'm, I'm I like pumped. that park a lot. Not too bad. That's that's a that's a nice little park. Ugh, nice little park, but but yeah. So anyway, um, boardwalk construction is moving crazy ahead. And if you want to watch rides, test things like that, go on Cedar yeah. Points. Wild Mouse has been testing pretty regularly during the day. Webcam page. I do want to say really quick. Um, it looks like I'm not 100 percent sure, but it looks like the cheese car is still not on the track with wild mouse i noticed that too <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like a little blob of like yellow was just kind of sitting there so i don't know if they're just trying to get all uh you know all the cars kind of dialed in and then adding one more because i don't know uh if all of the cars will fit on the actual storage track maybe they yeah will. i've noticed that too like the storage track is so tiny it looks like they're almost forced to run at least four at a time <laughs> yeah so maybe that's the reason they're trying to get everything all dialed in and until they add you know the last the yeah. creme to the creme the the cheese <laughs> watch them just like pull fast on us be like oh cheese car's just a photo op <laughs> yeah you could just sit you could just sit in the cheese car and just hang out and everything but uh yeah um everybody gets sorry. a cheese car if they want it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Jeez. for sure so cheese that's, that's all i got <clears throat> all right well i think we'll just uh jump into our next big big i don't know pretty semi big news story of the week so cedar point came out of kind of nowhere and um well cleveland.com came out of nowhere and announced for cedar point that johnny rockets um the uh 50s diner-esque place uh rest sit down restaurant that's um, by the midway games connected to the midway games will no longer be um and instead will be replaced by an arcade so take that for what you will about the current arcade i know i i think we all kind of have our thoughts different thoughts there 
but yeah, so Johnny Rockets will no longer be a restaurant. It'll be just walk in and go play some games and leave. So I don't know what that's kind of the, the gist of it. I, what do you guys think about this? Kyle? Yeah, I was really not shocked to see Johnny Rockets removed because I know that lately it seems we're in the process at Cedar Point and Cedar Fair as a whole of pulling the chain restaurants and replacing them with that seems uh, to be the the running of what they're yeah what they're trying to do yeah normally when it seems that when restaurants are closed at Cedar Fair they're replaced with other restaurants but Cedar Point has no lack of restaurants so I think this is a good move. I'd rather see like an old school fascination parlor come back. Yeah, to that spot I was hoping for something like that rather than just an that. arcade because you know they that already, could be cool. They already have the main arcade and it's right there. I mean, a hundred feet away. Yeah. Well, and I was going to mention because of that, because of that fact, it's like it. It makes me wonder. Like, is is there plans for the Coliseum? Is it? Are we removing the arcade and getting the long room or dark ride? Are we putting in the town hall museum that was, you know, that was well for the town hall? Or are they going to put something like that up there? Are they going to just demo the whole coliseum? Yeah. It just seems like very, very over the top redundant to have another arcade. Now it's obviously not going to be as big as the main arcade, but more just you know coin operated games. Or, or gift card operated games like we're like in the main arcade mm-hmm. like like Kyle said a hundred feet away so I'm I think that there this this story is a lot bigger than it seems on the surface come three or four years from now yeah, yeah and what's interesting too is that most of the games in the Coliseum Cedar Point doesn't own they lease from an outside operator so oh I did not know that yeah mm. it at least I might be wrong on that but I seem I I think that's I think that's true. So I guess don't. They, they used that, but... it used to be, and I think it still is. I think it's just a new company that came in. Yeah. that came with like all the little gift card yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I know they stuff. redid or they got a bunch of new games in the last couple of years, and I think I remember something being like you know X and Y X Y Z company bring coming in with. I I don't know for sure. I think the company might be called like E three like Entertainment or something. Or I'm not yeah, exactly that rings sure. A bell. But I don't know. But yeah, I, don't, I, I I hope it's not like because I'm like in, in my head I'm like I hope it's you know fascination like or something like of that nature. But I'm like it'd be interesting to go to like IAPA or something to where we'd be like oh hey by the way there's a booth all the way down at like I don't know wherever, and they've got a new fangled like fascination that's like yeah. a new a newer take on something. Maybe that's the case, uh, or yeah. maybe maybe they're putting a, a shooting gallery there. I know that it kind of flopped a little bit over um in the maverick area i hope it's nothing dumb like um another vr trial (laughs) i mean i I personally would absolutely love um really like no no i was gonna say like pinball like if they do like a pinball or something well don't or main arcade have a bunch of old pinball machines that people get rid of maybe they're in storage maybe maybe (laughs) maybe or maybe it's gonna be like maybe like a VR room, but like also where you can be like competitive and playing like computer games or something. Maybe it's going to be like very like high. Maybe they're going to really lean into the esports that they're putting maybe. over at the sports park. Yeah. I mean, it's a possibility. 
Yeah, maybe. Just, you know, I don't know. I think it. I think we're thinking. At least I'm thinking like too too much, and it's probably just going to be like just like a normal arcade. But I don't think it's just going to yeah. be like they're just going to be like, oh no, we have an arcade 100 feet away from our actual arcade. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm, and I mean, let's I be really... honest. Anything that happens here is not going to happen for another four years. Yeah. Being that we have Dragster next year, and God knows what else is in line. So. Yeah. I also have a sneaking suspicion that whatever happens with Johnny Rocket Space will just be the actual former dining room space because that is wedged right in between the current games warehouse. Mm -hmm. And I I bet part of this move too is because they need more storage in the games warehouses. Yeah. And they're just going to kind of uh, like the Banshee gift shop at Kings Island. They're just going to kind of throw some games in it as a filler and just... Leave it'll it be interesting that. so i mean maybe it will be you know something maybe it'll be like a retro kind of game experience just because it kind of maybe could tie into the boardwalk theme you know because it's yeah they're trying to be more and that really fits with your pinball idea you know i think that'd so, be awesome that'd be cool right? or bring right. back some of the old old games from the museum that didn't work and you know Maybe fix them up somehow if that's possible. I don't know. Those things were ancient, but yeah, those are pretty bad. So <laughs> <laughs> they look fun though. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be something something to check out in sixteen days when you guys get to hear this episode. So <laughs> we're almost at midnight. So yeah. All right. So Moving what on. we got next? We're we're bad at transitions this week. Yeah. yeah, so next is a topic I'm going to talk about, and that is a new update from Grizzly at King's Island, which is their – I'm sorry, King's Dominion. <laughs> Look, it's it's, it's, nine, it's 9.44 on a Wednesday night, and I usually go to bed at 8.30, so I'm, I'm not too great tonight. <laughs> Grizzly at King's Dominion. Um, we found out last week – I think it was last week, yeah – that – there's actually some reprofiling done to Grizzly, kind of in the same sense of what happened to Beast. If you guys remember when they did the big overhaul on Beast, they reprofiled it, and it became a little bit longer and a little bit steeper. Um, mm-hmm. So Grizzly, the first drop, will now be 12 feet longer, and the new length Ooh. will be 86 feet 9 inches. It will also be 10 degrees steeper with um, 55 degrees now instead of 45 and not only that, but the length of the ride is growing by 12 feet. So the length will now be 3,162 feet. Uh, and this came out of their Restore the Roar campaign. Uh, as we all know, Gravity Group is coming in and really reprofiling this ride and giving it the love that it's lacked the past couple years. Um, this is a trend that we saw started at Kings Island with Racer. And then they also did it to Beast. And now they're doing it to grizzly so if it if it works out any way like it did on the previous two rides at king's island i'm super excited for this because yeah absolutely racer went from a ride that i would ride every time but it wasn't like my favorite attraction to a it wasn't like high up on your list yeah to a ride that i have to ride now it is a very very solid king's island ride and i'm sure carson and i will touch on this but they uh, gravity group finished the whole red side of the racer this this past off season. So, mm-hmm. I mean, racer was 
butter smooth. It was yeah. really, really phenomenal. And yeah. they had, they had already finished the blue side, right? Yeah, the, the blue side is still like half done. Okay. Like whatever it was last year when you wrote it okay. last is what it's still yeah. from what I've gathered. But yeah, the red side is completely done and it's phenomenal. Like you yeah. said, we might go into this later, but um, are there any noticeable changes on the beast? No, I don't think so. Not that I noticed, okay. but I will say that the beast is still running like butter smooth like it was last well, year. Well, I remember at Coaster Stock last year, uh, somebody had asked uh, Don Helbig, their PR director, if this was going to be actually, I think it was me, if this was going to be a multi year transformation. I think that was you. <laughs> yeah. If it was going to be a multi year transformation, and he said it was, it was going to take a couple of off seasons. So, yeah. Well, cool. maybe they'll go back and finish it next offseason. But, yeah, I don't – I mean, Carson, maybe you thought differently, but I didn't see anything new on the Beast this year. But, again, like, I think it, they hit all the rough spots of the ride last offseason. Yeah. So, I mean, Beast, I've – in April, I have never gotten better rides on that thing. It was really, really it was, flying, and it was it was, hauling, it was awesome. It was hauling really well, um, and it seemed – it seems like Kings Island – has kind of got the the they've they kind of fixed the tweaks and things like that like because they put a new control system on there and things like that like <laughs> they 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 kind of seem like they got all the bugs out and it worked really flawlessly yeah. um on opening day which was really nice you know everything yeah. everything was parking in the station correctly and everything was opening yeah. and closing and stuff and at least when we were around the ride yeah cool. right <laughs> well yeah i know i know on pass holder day it was having some issues but i mean it's opening day yeah, right. we can get into more of that later, but yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. about it from Grizzly. Just that the uh, there's some slight reprofiling going on, but like I said, I'm super excited, uh, especially with my company's headquarters being like an hour away from that park. Yeah, I, you're gonna yeah. definitely want to go over there and check that out yeah. and ride it, and you know, not fly a drone drone over it, but you know, <laughs> no. no, I, uh, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> I gave up those days. Uh, but staying with King's Dominion, uh, we have a new restaurant announcement. Yeah, so I think right around the same time they announced or they put out that news about Grizzly, um, King's Dominion's been running the uh, social media campaign called hashtag Taste the Smoke KD. I feel like it's a little over the top for a restaurant. And they have like a phone number you could call, and some firefighter dude would. I think everybody you know, wants to know. The phone. Evan, you're a foodie. Did you call the number? I did, but (laughs) (laughs) of course I did, (laughs) but it was like, I thought about it when I was leaving work and I didn't have like great reception. So it was kind of (laughs) like, you know, calling all, (laughs) you know, so I couldn't really hear it that well. And then I forgot about it, but I'm sure you could probably still call the number. Uh, The number is, the number is 804-201. Four three one six, and some firefighter dude will basically just invite you to eat his barbecue. So everyone, yes. pause the podcast <laughs> right now. Yes, <laughs> call the number and listen to what it says. <laughs> yes, do that. <laughs> so after you do that, I will tell you the menu. Pause, pause, pause. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, so yeah, basically, this firefighter dude told you to come eat his barbecue at the reimagined chick-fil-a restaurant it's called firehouse barbecue and just a little uh, excerpt from the um, king's dominion blog 
says the menu highlights entrees like brisket, smoked pork, hand-breaded chicken tenders, and jalapeno smoked sausage. You'll get to try sides such as ranch-style baked beans, mac and cheese, glazed carrots, street corn, southern coleslaw, southern potato salad, and fresh cornbread. In-house made desserts will also be available like peanut butter pie, banana pudding, and loaded brownies. Loaded brownies. Wow. Yeah, this sounds like backbeat. I was going to say farmhouse like, all in one, like and all it mixed in one. Really, really, really good. And I really like uh, that they like went kind of like overboard with their teasing and being like, yeah. "Hey," and getting this phone number, and you know, that's really cool. Oh, oh, there's something else here at the bottom. It says concept: guests walk past an antique fire wagon parked in front of the converted fire station into a room where pictures of past engine house seventy five crews and displays of old fire equipment line the walls, helmets, fire coats, boots, ladders. Hoses and axes decor the interior of the restaurants along with the painted logo of Sparky, the engine company's Dalmatian mascot. Guests can put on the put out the fire from the zesty barbecue sauces with a cold, refreshing beverage. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. I, That's I, cool. Like I said, this sounds like farmhouse and backbeat mm-hmm. all mixed in one. Yeah. So I'm super excited for this. I'm not, Kings of Minions really been knocking it out of the park with food lately. They mm-hmm. they they just opened grain and grill, what, three years ago? Something like that. Um, and then last year they opened, I don't know what the name of it, but is, but over in Jungle Expedition, they o- opened a place. It's got prime rib at an amusement park. Yeah. So Kings Dominion's really, really. Well, I feel like they don't really have a whole barbecue like area there. Yeah, they really don't until Which now. Which is kind of interesting. So, but now they're, they're just hitting all the bases with this for sure. Full on, like you are getting barbecue to the upteenth extent. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that's that sounds exciting awesome. and it sounds cool. I can't wait to see like, you know, when it opens and you can see all the pictures and stuff and everything. Yes. So then should I just jump right into Go other food items? All right. So Kings, as we kind of touched down, touched on, Carson and I were at Kings Island this past weekend. And while and they had just announced their own version of Grain and Grill, which is replacing the Skyline Chili on International Street. And because I know people ask, Skyline Chili is still open on um, in Coney Mall. Yep. But so in the Skyline on International Street, they're opening their own version of Grain and Grill, which sounds quite a bit different than the one that's at Kings Dominion. I know Kings Dominion has um, kind of a steak meal, some like kind of standard rotisserie chicken, a bunch of like more healthier options, and that kind of seems like the theme at this one too, more healthy. Um, but different stuff. So I'll just read through. They posted a menu outside the building when we were there. And I took yeah. a picture of it. So I'll just read through that. So the featured entrees are Moroccan chicken, glazed pork, Greek roast beef, Spanish shrimp skewers. And then the sides, and they have a load of them, are <laughs> patatas bravas. I definitely butchered <laughs> that. <laughs> Roasted Brussels sprouts, which we saw at Farmhouse last fall. Couscous salad, Greek salad, lentil salad, green bean salad, grilled artesian bread, garlic naan bread, focaccia bread, and I saved my personal favorite for last, Mine too. pierogies. <laughs> yeah, one of the sides you can get is pierogies. They don't say what kind, if they're just like potato onion or or what, but I don't know. That Greek roast beef and pierogi sounds like the amusement park meal of the summer for me. I'm so, so excited <laughs> for this. This, this is, is going to be awesome. I'm, I'm really run. excited to see if it opens this coming weekend because it looked close. It looked so close. We'll see. Yeah. And I'm really excited to hear about this and and 
I feel like Kings Island, like you, I mean, you've got like a sit down kind of like, you know, with, with brew house and everything that you have to like sit down kind of and eat your food and stuff. But this kind of feels like you could almost grab it and go kind of thing. Like, and so I'm kind of excited about this. I mean, obviously they're going to have, you know, they've got seating and stuff inside and then outside as well. But in case you wanted to walk around and eat your pierogies and which I do, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. I want all like, the pierog- I'm just going to go in there instead of, I don't want an entree and a side. I want like, can I just a get a little pierogi? <laughs> <laughs> little food hack we found out, at least at Coney Barbecue. If you don't want an entree, you can just get three sides as your meal plan meal. So can I, in theory, walk into Grain and Grill and just get three helpings of pierogies? Ooh, that's a lot of <laughs> pierogi. butter. That's a lot of butter. <laughs> hey, you know what? You're you in an amusement what? park. Dang it. Yeah. Every day is a cheat day in an amusement park. Right. Exactly. Even though we go almost every single day, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so I don't know that we tried any new other new food, but um, no. I, don't, I, I mentioned don't. Skyline is from gone from International Street. Chick-fil-A at Kings Island is also gone. And Tom and Chi has took over that building that also has not opened yet. And um, in Tom and Chi's old spot next to Diamondback, they have a new like specialty drink stand. Or you can um, get a frozen... Like yeah, did you drinks. inspect what's actually there? I didn't it, really. It's like a bunch of cocktails, a bunch of like like beer options, and then they've also got like frozen, like almost like icy, like boozy drinks kind of thing. And then okay. you can also get like a really cool, like really tall, um, souvenir, uh, cup that says Kings Island on it, and you can have the icy, you know, drink or whatever from from in there, which is, which is pretty nice. So I'm. I'm super excited about all these new options that Kings Island's offering. So when Kyle comes up for Coaster Stock, we're going to be able to go check out all these places because I'm sure by Coaster Stock, all this stuff will probably be done. Yeah, and my one and only Coaster Stock tradition is I have to have a drink at the brew house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and they also just came out. I know you're a big fan of the Sonder Brewing Mm -hmm. Company. They just came out with Strawberry Funnel Cake flavored beer um carson you want to talk about that yeah i was able to try our our our, uh, neighborhood friend jared um got it and it it tasted like i don't know like a lot of i know we try to be positive but you don't have to be positive (laughs) no no i I know i I know i actually didn't mind it but the the very bottom of it of the drink was kind of nah but like it honestly in the beginning it almost tasted like really like a funnel cake met with a beer that's really what i was getting on my palate and it didn't really mix like it didn't really mix well like it's it, it was a very 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 sweet beer um jared mentioned that it kind of tasted more like an ipa take that for what you will yeah it, it had it had it was very hoppy like it was very yeah. you know if, if, um, if someone's for what it's drink, worth so. jared hated it um <laughs> yeah i think if you're gonna get a sonder Beer, uh, stick with the blue ice cream. <laughs> they don't make that anymore. Uh, they don't. No, oh. they they. This is what the the funnel cake this beer is... replaced the blue ice cream ale. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, hopefully there's an uproar, just like when Kings Island back in the day got rid of the blue ice cream. They did. That was a they, thing. Yep. They. Uh, it used to be blue ice cream from Kings Island. Used to be like the uh, Kings Island used to have like a Smurf. I could be like super wrong, but I believe they had like a Smurf world or something like that. 
to where they had blue ice cream for Smurf World. Well, they got rid of the Smurf World, and then I think like a few years after they got rid of it, they got rid of the blue ice cream and replaced it with something else. And there was a crazy uproar, and they were the the guests and everything weren't happy that blue ice cream was no longer available. And then I think within the like the, the next year, or it could have been a few following years, they brought back blue ice cream, and it's been back since. Yeah, that is a Son- not something I knew. Sonder also, like, I, I go to their tap room when I go to Kings Island all the time. Like, it's not a Kings Island visit unless I go to the Sonder tap room before or after the park. It's not even that far away. It's, like, really close no, to it's, Kings Island, it's too. About, it's about 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and it's also the same direction as my uncle's restaurant, which I know you've both been to. Um, mm-hmm. So it works out. But they have a lot of really good beers. So even if you don't like the uh, the strawberry funnel cake ale... Go to their tap room and and get a four pack or, or try try a flight or something. Um, Don't they have other Sonder beers at Kings Island that maybe aren't necessarily Kings Island themed? They do. Um, Sunday Fun Day is really good. That's a raspberry lemonade ale. I actually have some of that in my hmm. fridge right here. Um, I'm intrigued. They have a Rally Cap Pilsner. That's pretty good too. Um, those are the only two that they have all the time that I really really like. But, Are you um, talking just at their tap room or also at Kings Island? Right, I'm, I'm talking tap room right now. Um, okay. Because it's really not that far away. It's like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do a really good job of brewing different things and always having different options. But the two I mentioned are always on tap there. Do they still have the Giga Beer? Um, I don't know. I also have yeah, some Yeah, that. that's the one I was thinking about when, when Orion came out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had a, a Giga Ale. But... um. Yeah. That one wasn't bad. I liked that one. Yeah. But, yeah, quick little plug for Sonder. If you're at Kings Island and it's hot and you want to get out of the sun, go to their tap room. It's not very far. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, trying to think, was there any other new foodie things at Kings Island? Um, I know Enrique, while – and we'll get into this. Um, the Adventure Port isn't open yet, but Enrique's – Mexican Grill is open. I don't know if that's the official name. Enrique's is open, which is Hank's replacement. Um, and I didn't really peek in there, but somebody said it's pretty much still the same. Um, but that's okay because that was really good food. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really good. And I also want to plug um, Chicken Shack because I don't think enough people realize how good Chicken Shack is. And they also have sauce that they call the house sauce for a little bit of an upcharge if you're on the meal plan. I think it's like $1.30. But it's literally cane sauce, and honestly, the chicken is arguably better than Cane's. So, just a little quick plug for Chicken Shack, and they were really humming along on opening day, or that yeah. was actually past other day. Like they had a line out the door, and I think I had was in and out of there in fifteen minutes. Yeah, they're so definitely that's pretty impressive for opening weekend. Wasn't yeah, right for having a brand new and, staff and, and... Um, brew house too. I mean, we waited in a line oh, yeah. probably double, like the distance from the register to the door, double that. That that's yeah. how long the line we waited in, and I think we had our food in twenty minutes. Well, I think we were in line for less than ten, which was yeah, crazy. Like I think from the time we got in line to the point we got our food was like twenty minutes. Yeah. It was incredibly impressive for an opening weekend. Mm-hmm. An opening day that was I guess we'll just jump into our opening weekend report. An yeah. opening weekend that was an opening day that was well, one, perfect weather. It was eighty degrees and sunny once the little bit of rain in the morning stopped. Yeah. And it was it was like a haunt Saturday. It was so busy. It was, it was very, insane. very, very busy. Um, that my my big takeaway though was, in general, 
the ride operations were really good for an opening weekend. Um, the food was fantastic for an opening weekend. Mm-hmm. And the park is just, it's, I don't know, it's just so nice to have a Cedar Fair park open and humming along. And I mean, I know our friends at Carowinds and Kings Dominion and Knott's and <laughs> Great America, they've, they've been open, but I don't know, just, just, it's nice just to be the local, our, one of our home yeah. parks, just alive and going again and everything's open. And um, Adventure Port, the part of it we can see looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, that, the area is just so colorful and vibrant now. And, I can't wait um, to see what like all the finishing touches that they're going to put on it. Yeah, you know, with all um, the colors like, and and like, like that. Adventure Express. I mean, that's not open yet. I don't. We didn't even see trains on the track for it yet, so it's going to be a bit for that. I don't think it's even supposed to be open by coaster stock, but just once we see that operating and that whole area, mm-hmm. just all the theming and colors, and it's it's really awesome. And yeah. King, Kings Island continues to just knock it out of the park year after year. Yeah, it does I mean it, it, it's it's cool because like they don't have to get like a, a crazy huge. Obviously, we love the crazy huge roller coasters and things like that. But like, it's also nice to you know. I am stoked for Adventure Port. Like it looks right. Yeah, and same with the Boardwalk. It's just these smaller family immersive mm-hmm. ex- experience editions yep. that are just. And we talked about this with Adam last week. That are really just winning the day with Cedar Fair right now, and I'm. Yeah. It's really awesome to see. And I'm so excited to have an area like that at cedar point but especially one at king's island it feels like i feel like when you know once that whole area is done at king's island i feel like we're just going to be transformed into like somewhere in mexico or something where you know yeah you know and yeah. and just just the whole vibe and the whole just the whole i mean there was even palm trees like little <laughs> yeah. palm trees and stuff little there. potted palm trees you know and i don't know was it i don't know if i was with you or some of our other friends when we noted um the the big patio behind the by the bar that's attached to Enrique's, I don't even the Mercado or something it's called now. It they redid that whole patio and it's nice yep. and open and fresh and clean looking and yeah, um, yeah they could they definitely sit a lot more and it's interesting you know it's 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 definitely interesting to see everything that you know that 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 took place. Um, and then I was able yeah. to, I mean, Kyle, you're going to be like shocked when you see this for the first time. Yeah. yeah. It, it really is. I did, very have, a different quick, I did have a quick question though. Was I heard adventure express was closed. Yeah. Yes. Is that yeah, adventure mean? express hasn't even have got its trains back. It yeah. looks like, do you think that's because the new area isn't ready? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So if it's not ready for coaster stock, we're going to have issues because it might not be fight. It's me, not fight on the me, itinerary. Fight me all you want. <laughs> But Adventure Express is one of the best night rides in that park. It well, is. If it, it really if it's, is. If it's not open, we'll make sure we pull out like a laptop or something at night. And we'll sit around like the picnic table or something. And, you know, <laughs> there we go. With our strawberry funnel cake. Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah. Right. Full disclosure. Right. I am planning on going back to Kings Island sometime throughout the summer because I love Phantom Theater Encore, the show so much. I am planning a trip back specifically to see that show. Is that not going to be open yet by the time? Nope, not. No, they Kings Island never starts their main entertainment until the full blown summer season, and Coaster Stock is before that. They just wanted to get Kyle to fly back and see if he fly back one more time. They knew what they were doing. I noted too that um, Coaster Stock weekend they're only open till nine on Friday and Saturday, so like even the fireworks aren't even going to be going on yet. The nightly fireworks shows. Um, yeah. I was to say I was able to with my prestige pass plus 
um, I was able to check out the um, VIP area and their their VIP area and stuff and everything. the The new one is actually under construction over there next to the restroom. Next to the bathrooms. Next mm-hmm. to yeah. Um, looks really cool. Looks really nice. Nice, big, and spacious and stuff. It's not like you know in a, like and, a big tent area. So. And the current VIP area, the like temporary one, is set up like. I don't even know what this used to be during the summer, but where you would check in for ice skating during Winterfest, yes. that's mm-hmm. where the the current VIP area is. For yeah. those wondering, um, yeah. and unfortunately, the um, the Bat Drop Tower Adventure Express, those all aren't ready to go yet. Um, I don't know, but I feel like for an opening weekend, having all your major coasters open is a huge win, and they were all all your major along. coasters open. All of the trains were, you know, running, and like they and were. Why did they need it? <laughs> yeah, they were moving. I mean, all of the queues, like every single, like, every, even the midway, every single queue was freaking filled. Even Backlot Stunt Coaster had almost a full queue. I mean, Diamondback full queue, Mystic full queue, Orion when it was open, full queue. It, I, and it's and it's not like the crew like the crews are moving us. I mean, it's obviously opening weekend, so the crews yeah, are they're not know, gonna they're, be perfect. They're not they're not like super fast. I mean, they were fat way faster than what Six Flags and other yeah. parks and everything you know do, but stuff. But Bush like Gardens, Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no, I think I think they did great. I think they yeah. really did great. So. Um, right, I got I can't move on without mentioning the racer line that we saw. <laughs> oh my. That was the longest line for a racer I've ever seen, and God, I never hope I see it that long again, because that was honestly scary. Yeah, that was a long line. That was a long um, line. I don't know what else. Is there anything else we could talk about from opening weekend? The uh, mac and cheese at, at Coney Barbecue is like fantastic. That, that's kind of jumping. Oh yeah, food, but that yeah, was that super good. Cheese. Uh, um, I was gonna say a little bit. Um, since we we were talking a little bit about you know the crowd and stuff and everything, I did realize that the you know, the crowd seemed to be more younger, I guess you could say, and more mm, like more teenager and more rowdy or than normal. Uh, I, I do want to say that Kings Island definitely saw there was an issue and they definitely stepped it up to where, you know, we saw something. Um, there was like a a group that was like trying to like start a fight with another group or whatever of of these, of these kids. And, uh, you could see that Kings Island had security there. And then they also like made sure, like, it looks like department security and kept security there. And they had like department heads and they like made sure they were in like vests and they were very, very like they were visible visible. Yeah. They were very visible to see. Um, and that was throughout the, the rest of the night. Um, there was so definitely props. everywhere in the park. Yeah, yeah, definitely props to the park for for handling um, that situation that went yeah. down. And um, I, I think uh, the next step here is, and we already saw Worlds of Fun do that. Is unfortunately, fortunately, depending on how you look at it, implementing the chaperone policy because, I mean, amusement parks aren't babysitters. Right, right, and I mean. It's sad to see because, like, I mean, they're like jumping into bushes and yeah, they're and it's not mulch. every kid. I mean, there, there are families that drop their kids, their fourteen year olds, off that yeah. are just going to go there and ride Diamondback and and eat some food and yeah. have some ice cream and get some picked up, get picked up and go home. But then yeah. there's other groups that go there and just they, I don't know, people act like it's a mall or something that they don't really go there to ride rides. They just go there to hang just, out, quote hang unquote, out, and cause then, trouble. Yeah, and it's really sad to see because it ruins the experience for everybody. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, I, I mean, Kings Island hasn't said anything about doing a chaperone policy. Maybe yeah. this hopefully hopefully the park is thinking like, well, maybe this was just a one off. I mean, that was probably the busiest until like July. That's yeah. the busiest day they'll see. So. Yeah. So. If you're a this, teen and you're listening to this, tell your friends to please. knock it off. <laughs> please <laughs> behave. I'll try to have fun. Have fun, ride roller that? coasters, play some games. I don't, I don't know. Like when I was growing up, that that crap happened at school. <laughs> like, yeah, that crap at school. Don't bring yeah. it to the amusement parks. <laughs> yeah, for real. But anyway, let's uh, let's turn it around a little bit here. Yes. But uh, but you know, so I I I do want to say really quick, the freaking game that I need to play at Kings Island. They have it's it's the bank of ball one where you okay. got to bank you got to bank the ball in the basket kind of thing well oh, the peach the, baskets yeah you you can win a freaking like bride height sign kind of thing but it's, yeah, a, it's the a old giant, paramount style one i mean a giant plushie like a huge it's it's like as tall as like i don't know kyle standing up it's he's <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> but like it's so Calling cool Kyle and i'm out. like oh my gosh i want it it's like the length of yeah. like my bed kind of thing but i i'm well, so chill, so. and if you remember from the paramount days and maybe some rides quietly still have them the you must be this tall to ride the like yeah kind of cream colored and red mm-hmm. and the red is like if you're both that's if you're that height you can't ride and then the cream color and if anybody wants the bar bob ross that's back too i know people like that bob ross so (laughs) those those you must be this tall to ride plushies i don't are they selling them too i don't think so if they are they will sell out immediately because that is like such a cool thing to have if you're if you're somebody that grew up at that park it's very stressful because i got to figure out how to bank (laughs) the ball into the basket so that way i can get that so kyle if you're good at it Coaster stock, please win me one. Yeah, I was just about to offer. I'm pretty good at those midway games, so let me see what I can do. All right. (laughs) You got homework. You can watch watch on YouTube. (laughs) We'll have to win two, though, because I want one as well. All right, fair. Fair. Hey, you get me me one, and I'll buy you yours. I know how to win it. I'm just not good at it. I feel like I'm just going to be like, throw it in, and bink, it comes right out. And let me me see if I could, could... could put this in the words without the, the basket right in, here in front of us. But I played that at, uh, coaster mate, coaster mania coaster stock um, in 2021 and came very close to winning whatever the big prize was that year. And the thing is you have to do is you have to throw the ball in a way that like it spins around the rim and just kind of settles into the basket. And it just sets. You can't just, you can't just softly place it in the basket. It's going to bounce out. It has to like roll <sighs> around the rim like a loop. This is the stress that I have. <laughs> and that is coming straight from the Kings Island games guy. So if you still, if Kings Island's listening to this and they know who worked at coaster stock in 2021, please don't fire him. <laughs> but yeah, I won to like, I think they had like small, medium, large, extra large prizes. I won two large prizes. I was going to say, I was, I was reading the rules cause I was like really invested in this. And I think it's like $10 to play. I think. And uh, it says if you get it on your first throw, if you bank it in the basket, you get a choice prize. And then everything else is kind of like first there. throw. Yeah. Oh, bad. I can do that. Bad. Yep. I'm doing it. <laughs> no. Don't quote me on it because I might. Uh, I was sleepy. So maybe <laughs> that was, I that, was a, that was an opening weekend special. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, 
Kyle, stay <laughs> with me one so I can snuggle with my. You must be this tall. <laughs> it's really cool. It's a really cool. Oh, it's a really cool like photo op because you could take like a selfie or take a group photo in front of it because mm-hmm. nobody's tall because they hang them from the ceiling, and you yeah. and like you have to be this tall to ride this ride, and no one's that tall, so it's kind of cool. Unless you get like LeBron James or a basketball player in the in the park. So. You know what? I should just go down there this weekend and win it. <laughs> Oh, I will be so jealous if you like come on there and like. Hey. It's supposed to be so <laughs> crappy this weekend. I ain't going down there. Yeah. Anywho. So, anywho. I, so, uh, uh, so a, a big event going on at Cedar Point. Finally, tickets got released today. I believe, right, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tickets got released today, and they are actually still available for Coaster Mania at Cedar Point. So, if you have a season pass or otherwise have a way to get in the park uh it's 45 dollars, and if you need admission it's 90 dollars. um which is a really good price both of those yeah I've yeah gotta, i've got a what you really get quick. it's yeah it's always a super fun event so uh let me read through the itinerary real quick and then we can talk about favorite parts and stuff like that so from 7 to 10 will be check-in and it's worth noting that no late check-ins will be accommodated so if you don't pick up your stuff by 10 o'clock uh, you're not participating in the event activities. Yep. Uh, 7.30, the main gate opens. From 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., you have ERT on Wild Mouse, Gatekeeper, Matterhorn, Troika, and Atomic, Stram- Atomic Scrambler. From 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m., you have ERT on Millennium Force. And from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., you have ERT on Raptor, Blue Streak, and Valraven. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. is the Souvenir Distribution which this year includes a Coaster Mania pin, which is in there every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, something new this year, something I'm very interested in, is instead of a T-shirt, which most people might wear once, but never again. I never even wore them once. I uh, haven't worn mine yeah. from the last couple of years. <laughs> you now get a commemorative made-to-throw poster. So if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know I'm very into those made-to-throw posters, and I have way too many of them. <laughs> but, uh Yeah. <laughs> So uh, after that, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. is the Coaster Mania Cruise, which this is something that they've done. Did they did they do it last year? Yeah, they did. They did. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I know they took a year off from it, but uh, it's you get on the Jet Express and you get to cruise around the peninsula. So that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. From 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., you have a special access photo op in the Millennium Force infield and drop area, and it's worth noting that that is continuous. You can arrive anytime between 1 to 3 p.m. and get your picture taken by the Millennium Force drop. Um, Super excited for that. Oh, yeah. Something that's different this year is normally you get served lunch at Coaster Mania, but this year you're getting served dinner, and dinner is taking place from 5.30 to 7 p.m. From 7 to 7.30 is a Q&A session in the Lakeside Pavilion. And then for evening ERT, from 10 to 11 p.m., you have Wilderness Run, Woodstock Express, Magnum XL 200, and Gemini, and then from 10:30 to midnight, Steel Vengeance and Maverick. This is a an solid awesome, day. awesome, awesome itinerary. Like yeah. they really knocked it out of the park this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely mean, have gone on record, kind of rolling my eyes at, maybe not rolling my eyes, but being a little critical of Coaster Mania. But they've really threw, took a 180 on this because this this looks like it's gonna be really awesome and i'm I'm excited for the dinner instead of having lunch yes i agree you know 
Change it up. Because then, I don't know, I in years past, it's like, okay, so you have your lunch, and usually the cruise is, you know, right around that same time, and then it's like, okay, what do we do till the RT? <laughs> right. It's, it's, I don't know, it's going to break the day up more, and I don't know, all that stuff kind of in the afternoon and evening is going to make for a nice, like, relaxation, but still get a lot of rides in on both sides of it. And I, f- I feel like that the Q&A is going to be on fire because everyone's going <laughs> to want to ask, you know, reimagining Top Little Dragster questions to the park. So you mean that giant lawn ornament? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And for only yeah. $45, you get a lot packed into that day. Yeah, and that's I mean, I was thinking uh, a a special edition made to thrill poster goes for more than forty five dollars. Yeah, I, that's what I was gonna say. I I've bought yeah. plenty of made to thrill posters, and if it's a like limited release, like this is gonna be, you're looking at like fifty dollars just for the poster. Yeah, well, Kirsten, didn't they have one for CoasterCon last year? And wasn't that like a hundred dollars yes. or something? I'm, I'm looking at it. It's hanging on my wall. It was not a hundred dollars. I, I would not have paid. Okay, that. I think it was like fifty bucks. Yeah, I think it was fifty. Okay, well, it was more than $45. So, I mean, yeah. on, like, oh, yeah. it's worth it for you to come in and stay till at least 10 a.m., yep. get your poster and leave. I don't, I, I'm not telling people to do that, but, like, for that price, it is more than worth it. Yeah, and oh, yeah. sadly, sure. with me coming down for Coaster Stock and then a couple other summer trips I have planned, I don't think I'm going to make it to Coaster Mania, but I still might buy one just to get the poster. So if, if any of our listeners can help me out and pick up my poster... I'll uh, I'll pay for shipping. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I think well, like obviously you're you're I don't know how many hours you're getting of ERT, but you're getting a ton of hour a ton of hours of ERT. Which and if anybody doesn't know what ERT is, it's exclusive ride time, meaning you get to ride either before the park opens to the public or after the park closes. After the public has to go home, like you're still riding coasters, which is really really cool. And then I was gonna say. Another thing that we're missing, so yes, a gate admission, as say, gate admission, if you want to get a really, really cheap ticket, I think you can get like a bring a friend ticket for $39.99. So say $40 right there. But then you're also getting that poster, which is another, say, $40. And then you're also, if you don't care about the ERT and whatever else and everything, well, there's two things. First, you're also getting a free meal. So if you don't have the meal plan or anything, you're getting, you're getting the meal. And then you're also getting the big cruise around... Cedar Point in the in in Lake Erie, yeah. you get to go all the way around and you get to take pictures and things like that. I mean, I, I, that's I think huge... we've mentioned before that if they wanted to just put a ticket on sale to do a cruise around the Cedar Point like all summer, yeah, people would spend fifty bucks and do that. Yep. I just mean, guess cruise. guess alone for the boat is probably is more than that. Literally, you know? it looks I mean, like, honestly, it looks like you get two hours of ERT in the morning and two hours of ERT in the evening for a combined total of four hours for the event. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's also like Tony was saying, like on his fa- on his uh, Twitter page, he he was saying that um it's gonna be super super limited, like under it sounds like it's gonna be under six hundred people, so there's not gonna be a lot of people there. It's gonna be very exclusive. And I'm shocked it hasn't sold out yet. So I'm get on there and buy your ticket, excited. please. Super no, excited. Or don't, because then that's less people there. But um, no, definitely go 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 check out Cedar Point's website, you know, um, click on their events page and. I do want to mention, too, that um, they are running a deal at Express Hotel that if you stay Thursday and the Friday, Cedar Point's Express Hotel, it's 89 bucks. That's a steal. <laughs> yeah, because I was looking at hotels beforehand, and it was like, 
I don't know, like 150 oh, to $200. God. Or Hotels if you want to stay, area. if you want to stay at the break at hotel breakers, it's 199. It's only, you know, yeah. And for, for comparison, the South shore Inn, which is a motel near the park is charging over $200 a night. So, um, yep. stay on Cedar point property. Because yep. for whatever reason, they are cheaper than everybody else. Even Sawmill is like 180. Now I yeah. do have yeah. kind cool. of a I do have kind of a two part question here. Traditionally, yep. Coaster Mania takes place on the same day as the start of Hollywood Nights. Is that the case this year? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know Which is Hollywood probably Nights, why things aren't sold out yet. Yeah, and I know Hollywood Nights was like a, a lottery system this year, and it was super hard to get tickets. Are and are either of you going? Nope. No. No. Okay. I didn't even. I I think this year they did do a kind no, of I like think a hybrid first version come, of first come first, first serve, serve and yeah. lottery lottery. Um, but I knew just with my, my plans this summer and and vacation time and stuff that Hollywood Nights probably wasn't going to happen. So I it's just okay. didn't even bother. You know, I haven't been there. I haven't been been there probably in two or three years. Like I, it was, it was like the first time I actually last time I took a break from that event and. You know, Coaster Mania is a, is a, is a, you know, if you're a Cedar Point fan and you don't get to go a lot, or if you do get to go a lot, I mean, and you want to ride a lot Mania of Coaster Mania is like a great event for somebody that maybe they're a gold pass holder and they go like four times a year. And the best part is about Coaster Mania is they actually dropped having to be a coaster in, in a coaster club. Before you used to have to be in a coaster club or something like that and have to prove that you were in a coaster club. Now it's free game. Anybody can sign up and go. So, so do it. <clears throat> We're salesmen now. Yeah, right. Cool. Well, I was gonna say, speaking speaking of signing up, um, I was able to sign up for That's our the first good transition of the night, <laughs> midway game night, and I got to do it last Thursday. Um, it was it was really cool. Like the experience, I thought it was really cool. So I got my box in the, um probably like three days before, um before Thursday. Um, I didn't need to have the box before then, which is good, but I got my gift card and I got the Knott's Berry Farm, the, uh, Boysenberry the Concentrate. Yep. Yep. That I, I got my Maverick t-shirt cause I was team Maverick. Um, I got a $10 gift card from Cedar point, you know, so I can use that, you know, where, whenever I want, it was really what cool. The actually, mouse card did you get? Uh, it was green. I don't, Ooh. I didn't really like get into it but yeah it was green um they also gave you a cool little recipe card um to make drinks with that a boysenberry punch nice um and i'm trying to think oh there's also there was also popcorn too um i didn't pop it um but it looked like it was like a sticker that was put on the popcorn thing but anyway it was a really cool (laughs) i mean it was only 50 bucks and then like i said you get a a ten dollar cedar point gift card how did the trivia work? Like, yeah, so it was it was pretty much like so. I logged on. There was like a, over a hundred some people. I unfortunately, my my app uh, the app was a little wonky at times to where there's like a wager part, and I tried to wager like points. Like I was like putting them all on the line, and for some reason it timed out, and it wouldn't let me put any points on the line. So everyone was like two thousand points, and I was stuck at like four hundred points. <laughs> so. I'm happy to say that I was able to like climb back up until like, I don't know. I think I, I finished like 26th or something. Um, but the trivia were really cool. Uh, they had some really, really crazy, um, trivia questions. Like 
Was they it all about Cedar Point? No, they weren't all about Cedar Point. Like, I'd say probably like a good 80% of them were Cedar Point. And then they okay. were like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, we're going to we're going to jump into doing um some some so, like, pop pop trivia, pop kind of, your pop culture. So, yeah. So you, it was an app on your phone and you log in with like a code or whatever. Actually, it just gives you a website. So you're able to go oh, okay. actually on the website and then okay, so you I was like, on your laptop. Yeah, yeah. So you click on the link, and then you like put a like a username in there. Was was there like a host? Like was Tony running this or like? Yeah. So there was. I can't remember the host name, but he was from. I can't remember who. The game company, whoever. Yeah, the game company. I can't remember the name, but so yeah. So he was. Um, he he was the host, and he was talking about it and stuff. And they had a little a little bit of different cameos, um, like pre-recorded. Pre-recorded, yeah, you could, because it was nighttime and Tony was walking around on the midway during the day. Yeah, and so I mean, it was it was cool. It was so I thought so it you was log cool. on and it's like question one, wager your points, and then it'll be like, hmm, what's the height of Val Raven's lift hill, and then a a, little B, bit. A, B, C, D. Yeah, a, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm, so like, so so th- for instance, here's one of the questions, and you guys, if you're listening feel free to message the page just for fun and see if you got the answer right. And I'm curious to see if Evan, you get this right. So the question is, is the Gemini racing hybrid coaster has been thrilling riders since 1978, adding both red and blue sides together. What's the total track length of Gemini? Is it a 8,125 feet? Is it B 787 i'm sorry 7870 feet is it c 6997 feet or is it d 4552 feet and also it's a scaling so like so if you answer really quickly you get a lot more points okay i'm not going to say it out loud so that people can still message the page but i'm going to say look at your screen uh you're wrong what yeah all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kyle, do you have a guess? I don't. I don't know if Kyle's. Kyle, are you there? He's, sorry, he's sorry, currently sorry, probably. Sorry. I had my mic muted. Uh, oh, I was gonna say he's currently googling it right now. <laughs> no, no, to... no, no. <laughs> what are my options? Uh, I'll go through real quick. So, uh, uh, A is eight thousand one hundred and twenty-five feet. B is seven thousand seven hundred and. So I'm sorry, seven thousand eight hundred and seventy feet. C is six thousand nine ninety-seven, or D is four thousand five hundred and fifty-two. Um, and don't say your answer. No. Just give me a little. Just do like a one, two, three. Do or like one. yeah, one, two, or three, and then uh, and then then we'll see uh, who messages the page and respond and who I, responds to it. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff yeah, I had to deal hard. with. I'm happy to say I got it right, and I got ninety-five points for it too. Now, out of a hundred, was it a lucky guess though? No, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it yeah, some, it, it that one, that one was actually then. a lucky guess. Yeah, I mean, so there was a lot more easier ones too. There was like, oh, what was Cedar Point's, you know, water park that was previously named, you know, when there was Soak City, obviously. Yeah. You know. Um, I but, wonder if the questions from each week were the same. I don't know. Kyle, I don't did you have so. a guess? We kind of like just. I'm yeah. I'm. I'll edit this out if if need be. But I'm gonna guess either one or two. Okay. Yeah. 
Interesting. <laughs> I'll let you guys know once we're done recording. Right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, so it was fun, really cool. I hope they do them in 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 the future. Um, I hope like they I do them when I have more money in my bank account. There was over a th- there was over a hundred people doing it, which is really cool. So you um, figure what? There was five different sessions, so there was probably close to. S- there was well, there was someone so. there was someone that was like in the lead the whole entire time and they got greedy and decided to bet it all on the line for the wager question and then unfortunately they lost all their their points they went from first to last so good that makes me happy <laughs> do, do you know who it was like is it somebody we know I have no yeah I have no idea they didn't actually it was like there was like some random some random name or whatever so. But yeah, I mean, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up also to Kings Islands, you know. Kings Island. I want Kings Island to do this too, you know, the game night thing. Because there's a lot of good Kings Island trivia. Hopefully it comes to other Cedar Fair parks. So Well, like you hit us with that blue ice cream trivia, so I know, right? Yeah. Good stuff. But I think that's uh, I think that's all we got. I think that, that might be it for, for this week's episode. Hopefully yeah, we get we're back into right about an hour. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we get back into uh, possibly recording. I would love to start recording every two weeks, um, maybe every week if we get really popping yeah. with stuff. But definitely probably every two weeks. So definitely keep us on the radar if you're when you're listening to us yeah. that we're going to be coming out with more frequent updates because the parks are going to be opening again. Yeah. Yep. You see your point. So. All right. Well, that's going to end it for this week. Like Karsten said, hopefully we get back to a semi-regular recording schedule last year we did pretty good we we cranked out one a week for the duration of the summer season so hopefully we can get back there but regardless we will be back hopefully next week with all the new news updates and everything else that's it for me yeah thanks guys thanks for listening we will shout out to king's island (laughs) yeah if you guys go back to king's island let me know how it goes but all right Take it away, Justin. Thank you for listening to the Rundown on Farm. Be sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date on all things Cedar Fair. As always, be kind to your ride operators, and we will see you on the Midway. Good night.